Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another episode of Kiddish Street Noise. As always, I'm joined by my brother Lewis, and for once in a long while, we've got a guest. We've sponsored. We are welcome, Jacob Reddy, to the podcast. Hello. How are you, Jacob? You all right? I'm very good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Did you have a good Christmas? Oh, I did. It's been it's been a, it's been a very fun Christmas. I've eaten too much food, but it's been a, it's been <laughs> very good. Yeah. Bet you've been very busy as well, haven't you? I've seen on Instagram all the. Uh... Oh yes, yeah. It's uh, it's not been much of a holiday, but you know, it's uh, it's all been good fun. And as I say, I've eaten yeah. a lot of food, so it's been a good Christmas. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, to everyone listening and watching, this one we went out on YouTube. So to everyone watching, Happy New Year! Hope you enjoyed it. Hope I think everyone enjoyed it a bit too much because a twelve o'clock kickoff on Sunday. Monday mm. was Sunday, Sunday was, yeah. was was absolutely dead. Yeah, like <clears throat> I text a couple of lads that we go down with. Like, um, I'm gonna drive down today, lads. Does anyone want a lift? And they're just like, no, <laughs> just gonna watch it at pub. I'll uh, might see you after. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's, I think a, a, lot there's of people... a lot of people. There's a lot of people like, on like in the Facebook group and on uh, Twitter like, after the game saying like, how bad the atmosphere was. And I was just like, I think like, everyone just wanted to chill. Like, everyone just sat there with raging yeah. hangovers. Yeah, even when we scored, it was like, ah, don't yeah. shout too loud, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not into this. Um, but yeah, we'll go straight into the football. We want to talk about our guests that we obviously asked you to come on because we're all excited. You were definitely excited to reveal your new single, You Would Light. Yeah. Um, so, we'll just ask you a couple of questions. So, what was your introduction to music? Have you always been musically talented has it just been like something recent or has it been like a lifelong thing i've i've always loved music i first the first time i ever started playing guitar was actually uh when i was seven i went to my uh to my uncle's wedding and they had a band playing uh, they were a band got a band called the indie killers and um <laughs> and oh my brain's still not turned on properly yet, but yeah they were uh, <laughs> but um but yeah, the uh, the indie killers and they were absolutely incredible and uh, and i stayed up and i watched them all night long and uh and then after after the gig, the lead singer called Demo. He uh, he came up to me and he said to me, uh, "I should bass. I should uh, I should get a guitar for Christmas." And uh, and I got a guitar for for Christmas. And when I, and then when I was seven years old, I uh, I started having lessons. And I've been uh, I kind of been playing since then. And then when I got to fourteen, I got I got an acoustic guitar. And then started I guess uh, working on my own stuff. And I guess that's when I started maybe taking it a bit more uh, a bit more seriously. I guess. Yeah, but rather than just playing for fun, you think like this could be like a legitimate career path for you, like being a, a musician full time, really. Um, <clears throat> so, was your 
guitar your first instrument then? Is that, is that always, have you always been a guitar player? Did you try anything else? Was a piano involved or anything like that? Oh yeah, I mean, I think I first wanted to uh, to play drums, but my mum was like, you're not having a drum kit in our house. So we, uh, <laughs> we quickly got rid of that one. With it. She thought, get him an electric guitar and then he, and then we'll, we'll, we'll take his amp away from him so we can't hear it in the house. But, but yeah, no, we, uh, yeah, I've always been, always been playing guitar. That's been kind of the, uh, the main thing for me for, uh, for as long as I can remember, really. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. So you said you um, met this band at the wedding, and they like taught you, like told you to start playing guitar and getting into music. Who else was your inspirations growing up? Who were you like listening to at a young age? Who was your I want to be like them? Well, I've, I've, I guess music is, is something. I've got like so many people that I uh, that I listen to. Look, my favorite musician of all time. He's one that um, I guess he's he's not too well known but he's a he's a guy called frank turner and he's a he's a singer songwriter and he's like my biggest inspiration of all time and he's and um and i guess he's he's who when i'm writing songs and stuff who i take a lot of inspiration off and stuff like that but then i guess when i was particularly younger i guess all the uh all the biggest bands like all the big rock bands and stuff and that kind of thing were who really got me to uh to start playing music and uh and and, and stuff like that really yeah, I suppose you grew up through like quite a good era, like through the noughties with all the yeah indie rock and roll stuff. Yeah, like, I guess. Guitar. Yeah, and I think that's the what, charts are full of it. Mm, and that's, I guess, what I'm a lot of. I guess what I'm writing nowadays and stuff like that is kind of uh, fits into that kind of sound and stuff like that, really. Yeah. So, um, obviously, you you released a single. Is it who you are? Yes. Who, yeah. yeah. You released that. Was that two months ago now? Yes, a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you recorded the video in the uh, is it Bold Venture Park up at Darwin? Yes, yeah, yeah. It's Sunny Yes Woods. We went to film it. Oh, we did it. Woods. Yeah, the uh, at the bandstand, the area there, which was uh, which was really good fun. Yeah, and how have people received that so far? Has has it all been good? Yeah, I think they seem to have. Uh, people seem to have really enjoyed that song and. I guess it's 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 kind of good to see for me that when I'm releasing more music, I guess there are more people who are uh, who are enjoying it and stuff like that. And with that song, I guess that was a bit of a, a turn as well. It was a bit different to anything I'd done before. It was a bit more, um, I guess, rocky to my usual stuff. But people uh, people enjoyed it, which was uh, which was which was good to see. Yeah, I think especially like when you're getting local people involved in the in the video production mm. as well. I think that can only be a good thing. You want. You want the local area to get on your side when you think of like the people that I think of a big I'm gonna show really bad music knowledge now, but like people like Sam Fender were mm. everyone from that round that area and like you see a lot of I'm trying to think of like big like Kasabian, they have like yeah. a big Leicester following. You want that like local area to be almost like your biggest fans, like support yeah. you as well as the football club. So I think to get the local people involved. And then that obviously leads us into what's happened now with Ewood Lines. So I know you asked you a couple of questions at hard time on Sunday, but um, do you want to tell like the full story of how it happened and how it came about? Oh, it's still like the most, I guess. It, well, it is like the most crazy thing to ever happen to me because obviously I've loved, loved Blackburn and loved well, Blackburn Rovers for my whole life, really. But um, but I got asked. It must have been maybe two months ago now, or something, um, to uh, to play at the fan zone before before kick off, which which in itself to me was like a, a crazy crazy thing. So I. Uh, I went and did that, and I played some songs, and then basically from then, I just got I got asked by the club to kind of uh, ask if I'd uh, be interested in um, in working on writing a song, basically for the football club. So I was like, um, 
think I'd definitely say yes to that <laughs> one. Um, and it still it still seems crazy that, they, that they've asked me to do it. But uh, but then there it was, and I, and I had the I guess the uh, the challenge of writing the song from there. So did you have no song prepared whatsoever? Were you like we want you to write a song for Rovers, and you had to like blank pen and paper go for it, or did you have something kind of in mind? Yeah, it was basically just I, I wasn't expecting anything. So then, <laughs> then they uh, they came up to me and, and they asked me if I wanted to uh, to do it, and I, and yeah, I didn't have anything planned. But I guess if you know what I mean, in some ways, it was easier than writing a lot of songs because I already had something I was writing about, and it was something that. I guess something also that I'm passionate for writing about as well, if you if you know what I mean, and I uh, and something I'm happy to write a song for, really. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, when you're writing from lifetime experiences, for someone so young, like it's hard to write a song from scratch if you haven't experienced them things. But if you're writing about something that, like you said, you've grown up supporting and you love, there is like something to make it a lot. Not mm. a lot. Obviously, it's never easy to write a song, but. It does make it a, a yeah. little bit easier. Um, so we've got some quick fire questions for you about Rovers, about your relationship with Rovers. Um, so what was your first memory as a Rovers fan? Oh, I've got... Do you know It's a bit of a weird one, the first thing that comes to my head. Because weirdly enough, it's a, <laughs> this is the second time I've, I've sung on... The, well, I didn't sing on, but been on the pitch at half-time. Because uh, many, 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 many years ago, I was uh, I was in the choir at Blackburn Cathedral and... Um, and we ended up we ended up at Ewood Park, um, I think, singing Christmas carols at half time. And I'd say that was the first thing that came into my head. And that was uh, there were some horrific pictures of that time because we had like these weird like I the don't full choir outfit on, yeah, and then like these little yeah. collars and this dress thing that we had to wear. But uh, but that was that was uh, <laughs> who I, was I, that I, against? Oh, I can't even remember now. I think if you if you know the trouble that I feel like I was in like year three, I must have been like younger than 10 or something so I, I don't remember it at all and I was you know what I mean I wasn't I was like a fan but you know what I mean I wasn't like a, a fan I was just a kid who like who liked football if you who know like football mean. yeah 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 um what was your first kit if you've had first a kit oh oh I, re- I remember I saw a picture of me a few weeks ago with I remember what it was now, but I, I found a picture of me when I must have been five years old in my Rovers kit, and I've got the picture in my head, but, but I can't I can't remember which one it was. But it was a, it was a very long time ago. I think I must have been five or something because it was at my old old house before we moved many years ago. Um, first match that you went to. First match that I'm good. At, I'm absolutely rubbish at all these questions. They're all, they're all when I was very young and can't remember if you know what I mean. And I think that was the same time. I think I might have bought a kit. Or got a kit to go to my first match, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But I'd say when I was uh, when I was around about f- probably five years, but I, I guess about five years old, I think. Um, who's your favourite all-time player? My favourite all-time. That's a, oh, that's such a that's a very difficult question. <laughs> oh. You've got me. You've you've got me. Uh, you got me very stumped on that one. <laughs> I mean, obviously, the, the obvious shouts shout Shearer because he's he's like a, he's he's the big the big legend. Uh, obviously, yeah. oh, I mean, I, I had Tony Park, so he came on the music video, and that was very special. So I think I, I've got yeah. him. Um, favorite current player. Favorite current. Oh, I really like Kaminsky because I think he's. If you know what I mean, I think he's. 
from a less biased, but one of the best, the best in his position, if you know what I mean. Yeah, we're we're very big fans of Kaminsky on the podcast. We say that yeah. he's probably too good for us, realistically. Yeah, I, I'd say he's he's definitely up there, top keeper in the league. Yeah, I, I feel like he could probably get into a into a Premier League side if he was. If he oh wanted yeah, to. 100%, yeah, definitely. So, so I got Kaminsky just because I think he's he's the the best in his yeah. in his position. And the last one is your best memory. Best memory. Would it be cheating to go on Sunday? Because I think that that's got to be my best memory. No, no, not at uh, all. I, I think I might be the only person actually in in the whole well, any any Blackburn fan ever who was looking forward to Sunday. And, <laughs> um, so talk about the day on Sunday. Then, like, how does it start? Do you, obviously, it was an early early kickoff for us, but I'm assuming you got down there early and. Oh yeah. Originally, they said they wanted me there at half ten, and I was like, "Oh, that's uh, that's very early on New Year's Day." <laughs> New and then Year's they messaged Day, yeah. me and said, "Can you get here at between ten and quarter past?" And I was like, "Oh, that's very early on New Year's Day." <laughs> but um, but I got up got up nice and early, got out the uh, got out the house, had to uh, make sure we had everything, and then I got there got there on time, which I was uh, which was surprising to everyone involved. <laughs> also, the whole the whole family had to get up as well. No one no one was happy about it, but <laughs> we, were, we were all happy. We weren't happy about the getting up early part, but um, but we uh, we got there and then um, I played the song. I first played the song in the fan zone before the match. I just just played the song once and uh, and then and then got off got off inside and um, and even just playing playing the song outside and letting people hear it for the first time was. Um, was was a special one, and uh, and then it was inside the stadium, and, and obviously we went to uh, watch the first half, and then and then about halfway, halfway, maybe thirty minutes in or something like that, there was a, I kind of got, um, it, was, it was really weird. I got almost um, taken out of my seat, if you know what I mean, and then uh, <laughs> and then taken taken through all these doors through the stadium, and it was like a maze going through like heading through kitchen or whatever, and then uh, <laughs> and then eventually somehow ended up in the tunnel. Um, where I where I got to watch the last few minutes of the half, and then it was um, then it was then it was time to go on the pitch, and uh, I'm, I, I've I've got to remember, I've never been so nervous in my life because um, especially with stuff like this, you never know how it's going to go and stuff like that. And it's it obviously if that was a quieter day, it's still a lot of people there, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And um, but yeah. uh, but I went out went out uh, <laughs> spoke about the song, and then uh, and then the song got played, which was absolutely crazy and it was it really was one of them kind of pin, pinching myself kind of moments yeah like your song being played at half time at Ewood it was good yeah. I, I enjoyed it I mean it was quite quiet where we oh, where we were stood in the Blackburn end yeah um, we had to like listen to it once we got home because like, uh, I couldn't hear it it's um, I, could, I couldn't hear it at all because I had to basically because obviously they didn't want me uh, chilling around the, heart, the the tunnel for the whole match so I uh I had to head back through the stadium, and then by the time we got back, it finished. But for me, I cannot stand hearing myself, so that was quite good actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose that. Uh, like, I wonder if when you sing, you think you sound differently to what you would yeah, on a I, recording like that. Yeah, I just, I, I, I never like hearing myself in any way. Like, <laughs> when I, whenever we, I finish a song, it's kind of like, right, that's okay, let's let's send it off now. It's done. I don't don't need to listen to it again. That was the yeah, I'm, I'm the worst self-promotion of myself in the world, if you know what I mean. It's rubbish. Don't don't listen to it. Yeah, I think it was good. I think um, it not that it helped, but I could imagine 
if there was like a sold out away end there, like I think like the Middlesbrough game, like I think if you'd done it at half time, then I'd, I'd have just yeah. been absolutely, obviously we spoke quite a bit leading up to this yeah. and I was like wishing you all luck and stuff. I just thought, and then when we were going down to the Middlesbrough game, I was like, um, I wonder if he's doing it at half time tonight. Because when I saw the away end, I just thought, please yeah. don't cry tonight because away fans can be cruel to the I players, was... never mind to somebody coming on at half time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, I've got to be honest. I was, I was happy about, it. and I guess it, it meant that it was. I was, as I say, very nervous as it was. So if I was going out, like I said the Forest game as well. If it, I know that was a cup, but like if, if, if there were like six thousand or however many there were, I, yeah. I think you're, just, you're just getting booed back. off the pitch. All yeah, time. yeah. <laughs> I'd have gone back yeah. in crying. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was good, and I'm, I'm sure it, obviously it was a good experience for yourself as well. Um, so what's your plans for the future from, from now? Is there going to be more um, things happening with Rovers? Is it going to be, are they going to be like a joint um, venture for the future? Is there going to be constant promotion from them? Like, oh, I, what? I hope so. They say, they say that they're going to, uh, they're going to add the song to the, uh, to the kind of short playlist, if you know what I mean. So hopefully it's going to be, yeah. uh, going to be played at the stadium most match days at home. And uh, which is absolutely a crazy, crazy, crazy dream come true. For me. Better than Sweet Caroline, so they play oh, the full time and we win. I just, I just hope it don't get to this. Oh, not this one again. Turn it off. <laughs> it's sort of yeah. sat next, uh, but uh, but it was a, um, but yeah, that's that's, uh, and then carrying on with my own music and hopefully, uh, hopefully the people of Blackburn and the and the, the fans of the of the team and the club uh, like the song and hopefully like my music and stuff like that. And I guess the plan from there is carry on gigging and stuff. I was I was thinking I might try and get some kind of, um, maybe in a few months' time, do some kind of gig in Blackburn, maybe alongside the club or something like that to uh, to have as a bit of a, I don't, I don't really know yet. It's uh, <laughs> kind of coming off the top of my head almost, but uh, but something something with the club in Blackburn, some kind of show. Um, but yeah, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely looking forward to it anyway. Um, so yeah, to the football, so Cardiff at home. We've already spoke about it being an early kickoff. We've already spoke about it being a poor atmosphere. Not a poor atmosphere. That's just not the atmosphere you expect mm. from being a big game when you're third in the league and yeah, a, a win does so much for us. Um, a lot of people complaining about the performance on Facebook and Twitter, but I thought it was all right. We spoke about it after the game, yeah. with Lewis. Like, what did you yeah. think? I think yeah, I, I I wasn't. I think it, it was a weird one because we scored in the second. But I think it was the first half where I thought we played really well. I think we could have maybe taken chances a bit better. And and but but I think in general we we, we I, w- I was happy. With, and obviously at the end of the day we uh, we got the three points, which is what we've been uh, I guess struggling with recently. So uh, so I was I was I was happy with it really. And what did you think, Lou? Yeah, I think um, no, well, obviously we said by. There was a lot of people um, calling it a scrappy performance like, on Facebook and on Twitter, but um, I mean, I don't think so. I, I think if we take those clear-cut chances that we had, particularly in the second half, then it ends up three or four nil, and people are coming off saying how well we played. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I was pretty. I, I suppose you're always content with a win after the, the run of like, games we've been on. Uh, run results with that but um, with the way we played I was pretty content coming off yeah I don't agree with people saying it was a scrappy game at all I think I don't think we're ever in danger of losing the game I think no. 
No. If we'd have lost, we'd have beat ourselves with like a mistake. Mm. It wouldn't have been Cardiff playing playing as a part. Yeah. Um, like you said, with the chances, if Gallagher scores his header, a hand, I'm trying to think what the other clear cut one was. Diaz, weren't it? Uh, oh, yeah, Diaz goes through and yeah. shoots at the keeper. And then, like you said, if you come off three or four nil, everyone's like, oh, that's for a total performance, that playing class. Yeah. Mm. But because it's only one nil, I think people, a lot of people look at the scoreline, don't they? Yeah. Just say, oh, it must have been boring, that. And I think when you look at the league positions, us being third and Cardiff being down there, you'd expected a high scoring game. Obviously, you look at the results that we've had over the weekend. The championship's not like that at all, mm. and people complaining about one nil wins at this stage of the season, where we are. I'd take another twenty one nil wins like that. Yeah, I think I mean, also, be a bit yeah. nervous, like, but I'd definitely take it. Especially in the championship, where if you know what I mean, everyone's kind of as good as each other almost. If you know what I mean, and, and there's there's not much points in it. So I'm I'm just I'd say we got the win and and, and just take it, take it for that, and uh, onwards and upwards, I guess. Mm. Well, I mean, we've played better. I'm going to say we've played better and drawn games. We haven't drawn a game yet this year, but we've played <laughs> better and lost games. Yeah. Um. But yeah, looking at the table, we're, we're only three points. Above Luton in seventh now, mm. but and that goes all the way down to uh, trying to think who realistically could be up there. Like Swansea in fifteenth on thirty five, they're only eight points off us. Mm. Yeah, so that's like it's not much. It's, so, ridi- it's going to be ridiculous this season. The way the way yeah. I like I've always looked at it, like with the championship is like like a six point gap. So like when when you when you think about how even it is and how easy it is for like a six point swing to happen uh, that's the way I tend to look at it I, I, I think anything more than six points like it's going to take a you know a significant kind of turn in results of both teams for you know um, for both groups of teams in the different like, kind of like groups in the league for, yeah. for, for something to change I just think like sometimes when you drop points it seems in the championship that people are catching you up, but then they go through a funny mm. spot. No one ever seems yeah, to be like, yeah. you've dropped points, but they're constantly chasing you. There'll always be a point where they start dropping points. And yeah. your, your draw or your loss and a win doesn't look as bad because they've only got two draws or they've drawn one and lost one. So, mm. um, But yeah, I, I enjoyed Sunday, The apart from how early it was. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got to be honest, I didn't, the whole of the first half, I was just sat worrying. So I didn't pay much attention first half. I was just sat going, oh, I'm going to have to be on. But, uh, but yeah, it was, yeah, as I say, we, we got the win and I'm happy with it. But yeah, I think we need a striker. That's the key thing in January. I think I would throw money at, I keep saying it, Victor Jokeres from Coventry, whilst they're in this position that they're in now, throw money at them, three, four million, or maybe, uh, Ross Stewart from Sunderland because he's out of contract in the summer would they take a million two million now because I think realistically Sunderland are up now I think they'll survive mm. will they go for promotion probably not I don't think they've got a squad depth and Sims has just gone back to Everton he? so he was the leading light really we said the other week that when Sims and Stewart score they win they've got rid of one of them then they're even less likely to win now um, but there has been rumours that Everton have recalled him to offer him as like a cash plus player deal for Brereton Diaz. Oh, 
Yeah. So what, what do you think of that? I think that's uh, would you be happy with that? Or would you be willing to accept it at this stage of the season? I think it would be a bit of a blow to lose him. Um, from Everton's point of view, you can totally understand it. Um, I mean, they're in a really dire situation. Um, obviously, they lost 4-1 at home to Brighton last night, didn't they? Um, I think he'll be, think he'll be gone today, Lampard, I think. Yeah. By, I, I t- by the time this episode comes out, it'll probably be sacked. I don't think anyone would be too surprised uh, about that. Um if if it was to happen, because uh, they, they they lost uh, at home on Boxing Day as well, didn't they? Um, yeah. But then they go away to City so... and draw one one, so like it just doesn't make sense yeah. at all. Like why can't they just play that way against the other teams in the league? Like Ben Godfrey might look like Cannavaro next to Haaland, and then the next game he looks like me. I, I mean, <laughs> we we know we know from like past seasons being down there ourselves that you've got to make them. The, those away points count by backing it up with three points at home and if you can't do that then you're in big trouble so from their point of view it, I mean it could be a case of them pressing the panic button um, and uh, Diaz uh, departing us unfortunately yeah I think I mean I don't think he's going to sign a new contract now um, and I, I think there comes a point we need to either try and get some money in before you let him go for a free in the summer. Mm. Um, I mean, he, he deserves a Premier League move. Uh, he's been good for us, and a lot of people are saying, oh, he's been crap recently. He's got like five assists in his last three games or something stupid like yeah. that. Like, he's still playing well for us. Um, and even when we expected him to leave in the summer, like towards when he got the goal away at Blackpool, and we expected him to go on deadline day, yeah. he was still putting his all in. And like, I'll. I'll I'll respect him for it, even if he goes now to wherever he goes to. I'd like, I'd like him to see to go to a, a, a more mid-table, secure Premier League team where he actually gets a season to prove himself. I don't really yeah. want to see him go to Everton and just being a dogfight and being Championship next season because I just, I, I just think he deserves better than that. Um, if you could go to like a Crystal Palace or something and spend a season up there playing attacking football where he can get the chance to score some goals. Whereas if... I mean, West Ham has been um, the main one, really. I mean, all this time, that's been um, yeah. like the main Premier League link. But even even they've, they've dropped the table this season, yeah. so yeah. Um, they're they're not in the in the positions that they've been in uh, these last couple of seasons. You know, they play Leeds away tonight, and I think I, th- I think if they lose that, I mean, it's five losses in a row for them. If they lose that tonight, that's Leads like five points clear of them, and they're the teams that when, when you're both down there, they're the games that you need to win, aren't they? Yeah. Like, to, yeah, not not only to get you away, but like drag them down as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think realistically, five million and Ellis Sims, I would be happy with. Not because I want to lose Diaz, but because I think what you gain with Sims is a probably a ten fifteen season goal season striker in, in the championship at least. Um, and I think reinvest the five million that you get alongside. Maybe use that to get some loan players in. Maybe probably won't get a permanent signing that changes massively for that amount of money. But if you could use it as like a loan fee for, it's it's, it's difficult, isn't it? Because you don't really know who's available without 
you're being linked yeah. to them by that time. It's already too yeah. late, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, Van Eck's still not getting a game at Brighton. That's that was... he, he, he has to like you have to be like, asking the question, don't you? Yeah. Like, how much to yeah. buy him and or how yeah, much to have him alone? Think about the boost as well. If we if we were to get him, just because of like the connection he had with the fans last season, yeah. Uh, as a morale boost, um, I, I couldn't think of a, of a better one really apart from resigning Jordan Rowe. <laughs> 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 so but then the do, ultimate you, one. do um, you drop a Yala to fit Van Eck in? Van Eck in. Because Ayala and Hayam are playing well at the minute. And... Yeah. But I, I think, I mean, we, we've spoke about over the last few weeks um, the squad depth or the lack of. I think, um, you know, to have that other option um, would be key uh, as the season goes on. Yeah, I think just to have the um, option to go five at the back and not lose anything by bringing in someone like Van Eck. Or if you're playing against a quite a quick striker and you could still play a high line with Van Eck at the back with Hayam rather than Ayala dropping off. I think just mm. to have that option helps us massively, especially when you look at the teams at the top of the table because they're the ones with the the fast strikers that are getting behind and all the chances are one-on-ones. Where even like Cardiff on Sunday, with I thought Callum Robinson had a poor game. Um, yeah. He usually has an absolute really against, against us. us yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got a strange beef with us for some reason. No one knows why. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, we'll go through the championship results that have happened recently. Um, so QPR won, Sheffield United won. So that was probably the shock result of the weekend with the form that QPR have been on. And that's what makes our win against Cardiff look so good when Sheffield United are dropping points against yeah. a team that haven't mm-hmm. won in so long. Makes our points even more important. Um, Birmingham won, Middlesbrough three. I know I really slated Middlesbrough the other week, saying they're not that good, um, but they're they're starting to prove it that they are actually a decent football inside, and mm. they probably will get playoffs this season with Carrick. Um, I thought they were lucky against us with a red card, and lucky <laughs> against um, was it Luton that got ten men, but I think. Whether Birmingham are a downward swing, I'm not sure. Um, Norwich nil, Watford one. Uh, Norwich assigning, not signing, appointing David Wagner for the new manager. I think that's a good appointment. I think it's better than Steve Bruce. But... Definitely better than Steve Bruce, but I think at the same time is a bit of a risk. I think, um, a bit, I mean, obviously he did well with Huddersfield. Um, but I think when you look at the options that are available to Norwich, like with the success they've had in the Championship these, or, or over the last few years, I think well, maybe they could have appointed someone better. Yeah. I just think, like, is, is it that much of a change from Dean Smith? Yeah. Like, they've both only really had success in the Championship. It's not like they've gone out and got. I don't, I don't really know an example of a play of a manager who's done well elsewhere, um, but yeah, it's I don't, like you said, it it could be a risk. Um, but I think if they're going to spend a few years in the championship, then it is a good appointment. But yeah. realistically, I don't think they want to do that. I think they want to go yeah. this season. That, that's how it was successful at Huddersfield. It was a 
it was a project, weren't it? Yeah. Hearing that word at the minute project. for JD two project. <laughs> Um, people, people get annoyed about that, but what they expect to say, like, "Oh yeah, we're absolutely class. We're going all like realistically. We are a project. We've got we're a young team. Like, we've got young yeah. players. I don't, I don't know what people want want him to say. Like, yeah. wait, I'd rather him say it's a project and him say, "Oh, we're crap at minute. Like, he does. He has no hope for the future. I think, mm. like, for me and for most Rovers fans, most like, honest Rovers fans would like um, accept that we're still. The young players that we've got, I, I, we're still two or three years off from seriously. Com- I, I know we're third in the league, but there is still a big gulf between us and the top two, and that's where yeah. you want to be. Obviously, um, I still think we're two or three years off, and we need obviously the young players to develop and Greg to to work his magic in the. Uh, <laughs> This is, this is Greg's Greg starts to shine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I spoke to Yates about the other night. I said, if we did get in the playoffs and if we did get promoted, could it be too soon? Like, I was, yeah. Definitely. I mean, are we going to go up and do a derby with this? I mean, we'll, we'll obviously invest in the summer, but it's whether you do that investment right. If you do like a forest and spend 200 million and. I mean, they're not. They're, they're doing all right, but they're not hundred percent safe. Well, it's whether you take that risk to, in it. Obviously, Fulham. You know, it's kind of like, I guess a third time lucky because they're, they're in a brilliant season now. But the first two times they went up, um, you know, they, they they invested a lot of money in the squad and it, it didn't pay off because they got relegated and easily relegated, really. Yeah, and that's a strange... I mean, you could say, like, it's a five-year plan, like, promotion, relegation, promotion, relegation, like, use the parachute payments well, use the TV money well, and in five years' time, you'll be in a good position to be a mid-table Premier League team. But we know what football fans are like. If yeah. on the off, In the off chance we get the playoffs, get promoted, if we get beat the first 10 games, they'll be asking for that project to be finished, and that's when we'll be getting Allardyce back to try and keep us back or something dreadful like that. <laughs> Um, so yeah it could be too soon obviously everyone wants to go up everyone wants to win the playoffs everyone wants to do well uh, it's just the future that that brings is yeah. quite scary when you look how thin yeah. our squad is at the, the minute th- the short term future the best, yeah I think oh, go on, I'd say I think the best thing is to almost if you get what I'm saying play the long game a bit more so when we are if we if we are promoted in say a couple of seasons so we actually We've built up the squad and stuff like that to give it a bit more of a, a challenge, I guess. It's not just the squad yeah. that needs building up, the whole club needs building up. I mean, look at like we had 12,000 on against Cardiff. I mean, if you're up there and competing, like if we get the playoffs this year, you need to have like 17, 18,000 on for the playoffs, and then you need to hope that then people come back, and then you get up to like 21, 22,000, and that's when that's when you can start investing in the squad, and, and that's when realistically you're not going to get promoted with. A stadium that's a third full, mm. or that, and or if you get promoted on the last game of the season with fifteen thousand on, then the first game in Prem you got thirty one thousand in ground. Yeah, it, it just it just looks a bit daft, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but it's about how you. I mean, we've spoke about it since we started the podcast. Countless how do you, hours. Yeah, how do you? Yeah, how do you encourage that? You know. Um, I think, I think uh, we spoke about me and Dad spoke about um, the other day 
uh, the, the three Christmas games, the, the Forest Cup game and the two home games in the league. Um, could that not have been a bundle? Oh yeah, definitely. The, the middle, the Middlesbrough and the Cardiff game could have easily been both games for thirty quid, mm-hmm. and even people would have bought a ticket. And then they might might watch the first one and go, I'm, "I'm not really interested in going to that game." But they still already paid summit towards already like twenty five quid a ticket for both games. So you're losing out on twenty quid for the majority, but then you might also be gaining five from five thousand. It might not go to either or game because it's in midweek or because it's New Year's Day or whatever. I think there is more that they could do, um, but like you said, how how do they go about it? How do they change that? And I think that the the actual match day experience is getting better. Like Jake said about the fan zone, and we wanted that the bar outside that's working well now. Um, I just think so. I got a text the other day off Rovers asking for what did you think of the match day experience against Cardiff? Um, I didn't rate it highly at all. I got in at like quarter to twelve, so it was late. It was early kick off. Um, I went to the concourse at like the very right hand side of the Blackburn end, so cause that's like the first ticket I, uh, turnstile I get to. Ordered pie and hot chocolate, but like for me to then walk to our block, I always go up the stairs and walk down the front of the Blackburn end rather than walking through the concourse because people just stand wherever they want. There should be. Like, I don't want like spe- specific standing sections of the concourse, but I just, I just think there should be like a clear walkway in the concourse, like just to get to the toilet. Like, it sounds like you, such a Karen era. It sounds it sounds really boring. It sounds like really like I don't want sections taped off, but I just think like there should be certain places where everyone congregates. And it seems like if you go downstairs at Block N O Four where we are, if you turn left or right to go to the toilet. It takes you like five minutes, and the, the door is literally there. Like it's just yeah. because people are just stood, and like no one wants to stand next to a t- like a men's toilet. Like it's just it's bad enough standing in them whilst you're having a wee, but like to stand next to them whilst you're having a drink and a hot dog, I just think that's grim. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I said about Sweet Caroline as well. That was the other thing that slated in the match day experience. Yeah. So like, I think Zach Bannon tweeted something like he's got himself praying for an away. Away to yeah. equaliser at last minute, so we don't have to hear it. <laughs> um, I, I'm not, I've not gone that far yet, but yeah, just so many no, options. Why, why don't they do a vote? Why don't they do a vote where people can like ask what they want for, like, and then we'll do like a little Champions League. We might do it on the podcast. We'll do like 16 songs, and then we'll do a group stage, semi-finals, final, and we'll see what t- what song they want played at full time. There's definitely, there's definitely like a a growing. Sense of hatred, like, hatred toward yeah, hatred. But yeah, like pe- the, people, people, I've noticed people are leaving quicker now because like mm. when we won big games last year, people were like staying like the No Five block and the No One block, were, like staying behind yeah. to celebrate with the team. Now people are, like running down the stairs because they don't want to sing along Sweet Caroline or <laughs> just yeah. like get me out of this place. Um, but yeah, that that needs changing, but. Uh, they are doing bits better. It's just that like, we need to carry that Jacob on for the uh, the the post match song when when we win. I've got to be honest. I hate Sweet Carolina as a song, so you know <laughs> it's uh, it's not my favourite. Um, I guess uh, yeah. I, I th- maybe even just mix it up a bit. I've I don't know how it would work. I have a few different things or something like that. Or as you yeah. say, a vote would be good because it's. 
giving people a chance to to say what say well, maybe have it every few months or something just so you're, you're yeah. keeping things fresh I guess. Yeah. yeah. What would you what would your pick be, Lewis? I think um I think that's it's a good idea from Jacob like kinda of like maybe like change it every time, mix it up a bit. Um I think obviously like the there's a cliche ones in like one step beyond. And that that that, that like, works really well. So I'd probably like like off the top of my head that that'd probably be my pick. Um but I don't know, like Sometimes like you get like the best response, like from something just completely random. Like, I remember when um, last season when uh, Celtic beat uh, Rangers in the Old Firm at Celtic Park and they played Roll with it. Like, a song that has like mm-hmm. very yeah. little to do with Celtic, but like it, it, was, it was like sixty thousand people singing along to it. Yeah, so it's like something random. It just like that's only. Uh... So that's only played at the old firm when Celtic win because Celtic won the famous semi-final where they were like writing on the pitch and they played that right. full time. That's like the only link to it. But I know what you mean. Like, we, Sweet Caroline has no identity. Like, there's no we're not connected to Sweet Caroline whatsoever. Mm. So I don't. No one like no one like associates themselves with. Well, I hope they don't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just. <laughs> No, like you said, maybe it was like the player of the month picked it. Like, uh, yeah, like he he came on and said, "Oh, this is my favorite song. I'm gonna play this when we win at full time." And I, I thought, "Oh, just just, just anything but this." <laughs> um, right. So back to the results. Uh, Stoke nil, Preston won. Uh, Tom said Stoke were awful, and then he was texting us at the ground and like, "And they've scored." And I was like, "Oh, Stoke? Like, no, no, Preston." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and they've scored, yeah. <laughs> and they've scored. Um, Swansea won, Burnley two. Right, less said about that, the better. Uh, West Brom won, Reading nil. Uh, Wigan won, Hull four. Um, that's Wigan's third 4 1 defeat in a row. And we play them very soon, which means they're going to beat us 1 0. I'm sure of it. Um, Blackpool won, Sunderland won. Uh, Coventry won, Bristol City won, uh, Huddersfield won, Luton two. I thought that's a poor result for Huddersfield given the run they were on. Yeah. Uh, Millwall three, Rotherham nil. I think Rotherham are more or less down now. And then obviously Blackburn won, Cardiff nil. So if you look at our upcoming fixtures after the FA Cup against Norwich, we've got Rotherham away, like given the run they're on, realistically we should win that. Bristol City away, who are also down there, and not playing great at the minute and then it's Blackpool at home and then Wigan at home so then four games I mean minimum's nine points really isn't it you never know yeah. what you like to think wouldn't you yeah <laughs> yeah I mean we're not going to draw so it's either a win or a lose yeah. against against all of them um, but I think you've got to win both your home games there and then win any of the away games would be a good mm. return I'd like to see us win all four games just where the positions are in and but like you said in the championship you do never know um, and then after that we've got Watford but yeah the Norwich game this weekend for the cup are we going full strength or are we going under 21s I think we'll go under 21s again like it is for the Forest game personally no. 
you not think he'll with, with it being a Saturday game, not a midweek game, not think he'll like well, it's a Sunday game and it will move to the to Sunday yeah, at some point. Um, a weekend game. Yeah. Uh, I think I think I heard, I saw a quote from him on Twitter the other day where it was like um I think it was talking about with the break from the league or something. Um, because it's time to like recuperate something along those lines and just made me think oh it's going to play a weekend team um, yeah uh, I mean oh. do we have enough under 21s to fill the team <laughs> well Per's it now I think Rankin Costello will stay at right back so we don't have another Phillips Scott Wharton uh, left back uh, Batty can Batty play yeah. left back as he fit um, and then two centre mids will be Teo Eden. Well, he might play Eden at left back. Yeah. Uh, Adam Wharton could come back in. Clinton Moller could play left back and Eden in the centre mid. Oh, and then you four up front. Moller at left back again. And then Jack Vale. Jack Vale should be back to play up front, shouldn't he? He was on the bench yeah. on Sunday, so. Hopefully that should be we'll his first game back. If he is fit, it'd be good to see him because obviously, you know, um, he was like pushing into the side before yeah. he picked up an injury. So, yeah, something to look forward to. That'd be another, ready for the game. another good option to have. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, we're back. I was going to say the one to ten quiz, but we've only got six questions. So, <laughs> Jacob. Oh, no. Um, the quiz works by you pick a number between one and six. You, oh. get, the que- you get the question that you pick. Um, if So I ask the question, if you get it first time without the options, you get two points. But if you get it with the options, you only get one point. So you can right. ask for the options, if that makes sense. Um, do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I'll go second. Ah, okay, Lewis. Just pick a number between one and six. Let's go number four. Number four. Uh, which Premier League club have Rovers faced the most times in the FA Cup? Premier League club. It's not, it's not really worth going for options, is it? No, you go through like you go back through the years, don't you? Um, We're not having that many FA Cup games over the years, so well, well, no, well, well, not the last few years anyway. Uh, I've got <laughs> the options then. Is it A Liverpool, B Arsenal, C West Ham, or D Newcastle? That's good that I didn't go what I was thinking um, <laughs> um, what was you thinking what was your first guess going to be Villa. just remember there was those yeah. few years where we got them in every cup draw um, yeah uh, we got Arsenal no it's D Newcastle Arsenal played eight times, Newcastle played 11 times. Oh. <coughs> right, Jacob, any number apart from right. four? I'll go for two. 
two. Who did Rovers finish runners up to in the nineteen sixty FA Cup final? Oh, that was... <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I have absolutely. That was a few years before my time. Before your time. <laughs> that was that was that was a few years before I was around. Um, Just a few. Yeah, I, I, whatever I say will be a complete guess. Um, oh, I can't, uh, yeah, go for the options. Uh, is it A. Bolton, B. Preston North End, C. Huddersfield, or D. Wolves? Uh, it's, it's, I've got the options. But let's go for Bolton. Not do you know it, Lewis? Wolves. Yeah, it was Wolves. Yeah. Right, Lewis, any number apart from two and four? Three. Who scored the penalty at Ewood against Leicester in 2005 to send us to the semi finals of the FA Cup? I'd say one. Um, 2005. Everyone's screaming. Screaming at the YouTube no, podcast no. now. I've, I've got an idea, but I'll go for the options again. Is it A, Paul Dickoff, B, Robbie Savage, C, Lucas Neal, or D, Morton Gams Pedersen? See, that's made, that's made it awkward now. Who did you think it was? No, 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 no. my option's in there. That, 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 my, All right, yeah. my, my idea is in there, but... <laughs> like... There was someone else who took a lot of penalties for overs. So. I'm going to go for him, Lucas Neal. It was Paul Dickoff. God, see, that was my idea. <laughs> uh, right, Jacob, one, five, or six. Let's go for let's go for six. Whose goal was ruled out for offside in a last minute of the FA Cup tie against Manchester United in 2017? Oh, I, oh, I can picture it in my head. <laughs> I actually can picture it in my head. Um, oh, you're going to have to give me the options, but I can picture it. Was it A, Danny I... Graham, B, Anthony Stokes, C, Liam Feeney, or D, Conor Mahoney? Oh, I can remember if I'm remembering rightly. I swear, what was it? Was it Romero in there? And it it, it bounced off him about three times. And then we, I, I think. What were the options, Rob? But I... uh, A. Danny Graham, B. Tony Stokes, C. Liam Feeney, or D. Conor Mahoney. I think it were any of them. Well, I, I had two players in my, no, I had two players in my mind that were involved with like the move. Um, I think it were any of them. I can't. I, you say I'm very bad at this. Uh, oh, I, I should go Danny Graham. Why not? No, it was B. Tony no. Stokes. Who did you think it was, Lewis? I seem to think it was Emnes uh, and Conway. I can't remember the order. Emnes no. R- 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 had the the first shot, and then like Emnes yeah. headed it down, and it fell to Stokes, and then he tapped it in. But it was like past the yeah. keeper. I don't know how he I ended up there. Conway but... the, the put it in. Yeah. No, it was Tony Stokes. Right, Lewis, uh, five or one? Five. Who was the only player 
to miss for Liverpool in last year's FA Cup final penalty shootout? Oh. Um. Was it A, Trent Alexander-Arnold, B, Thiago, C, Yotta, or D, Mane? What are the first two options? Trent Alexander-Arnold or B, Thiago Alcantara. Tiago Alcantara Mane Have you just googled it? No No Yeah you cheating it You cheating <laughs> it Sorry Sorry for this Jacob Um Right ah, Jacob You've left You're left with the number one question Which is a tough one So Oh well, I've got no chance <laughs> So Bradley Dack scored the winner on the first day of 2023 wearing the number 23 shirt. Which current Burnley player was the last player to score at Ewood on New Year's Day wearing the shirt number of the new year? Oh, I don't, I don't know the Blackburn questions. Never mind the Burnley ones. I have got Lich... Oh. The year of the new year. Yeah, was his shirt my... number. Right. Oh, I, I, my brain won't even do the maths. Right. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, I'll give you the options and I will say a random one. Um, a, Ashley Barnes. B, J. Rodriguez. C, Howard Bellis. Or D, Josh Brownell. Right. I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to think what year we're even it right. We're in it's not 23, so we know that. <laughs> um, I'm just going to think who's going to be like, ah, it's got Jay Rodriguez. Correct. Was it actually? Oh. No way. <laughs> he was wearing the number 19 shirt on New Year's Day in 2019 when we beat West Brom 2-1. Um, oh, no. So, yeah, he got that one right. So, it's 1-1, so we're going to a tiebreaker. Oh, um so, I don't. I have. I, I, I hope everything's working. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's uploading, yeah. so it should be. All right, nice one. Um, so the tiebreak question: Do you want to go first or second? Uh, I, I, I'm going to lose either way. I'll go second. <laughs> right, Lewis. What was the attendance for the FA Cup tie against Manchester United in 2017? Pretty good, weren't it? It was, it was like mid. It's like the closest thousand, would you say? Well, the closest to it. Right. Closest to it. I've, I've got the actual number, so whoever gets closest mid wins. 000. I'm gonna go for. Twenty-five and a half thousand. So twenty-five thousand five hundred. Yeah, something like that. Jacob, do you think it was higher or lower than that? Oh, I'll go. I'll go higher. I'll go. It's got twenty-seven. No, we wish you the winner. 
23,130. Oh, so we only had six questions, which is probably the reason why it's so low scoring. I'll make the excuses for you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that is the reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, Jacob would have won it. The, the other four <laughs> yeah. questions, I knew the answers um, to every single that's one us of them. For another episode, thank you. Thank you, Jacob, for joining us. Um, thank you very much. Luck. We'll, uh, we'll link all the Jacob's channels and all the Jacob links in the YouTube video and the podcast description for you. And we'll hopefully see new things, new upcoming things in the future. Yeah, listen to He Would Likes. Um, yes. Buy it in the club shop if you can. Um, and follow Jacob on all his uh, social media and follow the podcast and all our social media. And yeah, we'll uh, see you next time. Thank you very much for having me. No worries. Thank you, Jacob. See you in a bit. Thank you. See ya. See you later. Podcast Network.